Hello, this is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this is the Equiline Podcast. And today we have with us Chris Brandt from Anacel Biotech. And Chris is a consultant. I know that because I consult with him. And today we want to delve deeply into what Anacel is, what it offers, and to whom. So welcome, Chris. How are you guys? Good to be here. Um to answer, you know, right off the bat, amnion is what we do. Uh, and of course, we can go as deep as you want into that. That's a regenerative medicine. Um, and it's used from actually head to hoof or in the other side of what I do, head to feet. So um, I know that you've had a lot of questions, kind of where it comes from um, and also how we can implement it. So any of those questions you guys might have right now, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that for that point. So. Hey, what I'd like to start off with is uh, give me one of your best stories. Give me one of your best successes that you've had, because we've got one sitting here right now who I think is the best success. With Amen. Him. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I want to um, very similar uh, results. And again, whenever it gets to, I guess, uh, liver function, um, renal function would be the better better way to do it is where we do see a lot of improvement. Um, those things are, you know, debatable on both sides of the fence, animal and human, because the science has always been there from cavemen, I think, because uh, you, you see that the mothers, a lot of times in animals will eat the placenta for just the protein alone. And those are similar effects that go down the cascade when we started pulling back what is necessarily within that, because we have the antimicrobial, we have, you know, the anti-adhesion, and it goes on and on from there. Uh, what we're really trying to get into now are the antiviral components. Um, we recently did some horses uh, up north, um, and out of, I think it was 120-something, don't hold me to the true count. That's where I wish I could have gotten the CEO on. He tells the story much more enthusiastically. But out of those 120 horses, I think that we had a 99% improvement, and it was an equine herpes outbreak that they had at a racetrack. So that's the most recent that we've seen in its viral capabilities. Uh, when I first got into it 10 years ago, we were getting guys back from the Middle East that had necrotic limbs. I mean, foot, it was completely necrotic. And they were looking at, well, we want to cut it off. And we came in and said, hey, give us 90 days. You know, what's the worst that can happen? Uh, and, and in our product, what, what I often discuss versus other pharmaceuticals, I said, the worst that can happen is nothing. So that's the greatest side effect that I've never seen is nothing, you know. Um, but with these guys with the necrotic limbs, we were starting to get revascularization or neovascularization probably within 48 to 72 hours because we saw an uptick, a very small uptick in, in the pulse ox. After that, a week, two weeks, 30 days, we started seeing the color change. So that's kind of starting at the feet and working my way up. Then we found out that some of the side effects from that, uh, say lymphedema, things like that, that it was helping promote that necrotic debris out of the body. So the swelling was going down, the vascularization was occurring. Then we wanted to go, okay, what else is going on here? So we did pinpricks, things like that, just to see if they were getting a neural response. Well, about 60 days in, the neural response started to work. So not only from... We're, we're revitalizing the tissue in there, but we're also doing the neural content, the blood flow, all the things that build 
a baby, whether it be animal or human, from the outside in. So that's the portion of the chorion region where the amnion is at that we get the components that we use every day, whether it be animal or human. And the neat thing about that is they are xenogeneic. So one can work for the other because it's just an extracellular matrix that we're putting in there that takes those cells to go to work. And the sig signaling mechanism in our body is what triggers those cells to go to that certain area. We've often seen that there's a more prolific event on one side of the body that we're, we're trying to create, like say you have a knee, a knee ache and we do a sub-Q injection above that area and see what kind of response we have. But you have an ingrown toenail on your other foot. Well, it'll go to that one first because it detects that <laughs> signal yes. mechanism. You know, so that's the mystery kind of part, but the neat part too, that it goes to the most prolific signaling area within, it, within the body. I, I love when things like that happen and, and often will tell people, regardless of what technique we're using, the body often chooses what needs to heal first. And just because your brain prioritizes your knee, your body may sense the ingrown nail as a bigger threat and therefore right. prioritize it. And, uh, I, you know, I've lived that as well, but I, I enjoy when we can uh, use science to explain it and have someone say, well, so then are candidates for this across the age spectrum? I mean, is this something that is good in puppies and foals and adults, or is there a better age um, demographic? I would, I would say typically my age uh, and what we've noticed about that. And that's why uh, it's kind of a two-pronged two approach. At birth, we have millions and millions of cells. As we grow, those cells decrease. So let's say middle age moving forward. But if you have a deficiency when you are a child, a foal, what have you, then we can help with those deficiencies. We've often had kids that are in Easter seals that I work with. And this is, this is where I get the feedback verbally and visibly. And now that I've transitioned into the animals, then I can physically see the change in motion and range in motion improve. Uh, but typically, to, to be to the point, is it's when we get older. And that's when we see things go wrong. And, and maybe it's the wisdom and abuse. So there's a combination yeah. uh, of things that occur. I love that. I love that. There, there's a Grateful Dead analogy there somewhere, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Where we see the most prolific um, changes is in active athletes as they increase their age, because we all break down for whatever reasons, you know, lifestyle choices, all those things. And that's what we also try to do. Not only is Amion amazing and what it can treat, but then we look at, are you taking steroids? Steroids, for whatever reason, as good as they can be, they mask not only the symptoms, but the signaling. So that's that's one of the things that we really harp on is we want to at least two weeks off, if it is medically sound, off the steroids before we treat it with Amion because it completely messes up the signaling in nature. We, we so, are not fans of steroids, so you are preaching to the choir on that one. Um, you know, there's there's reasons on so many levels. So are you getting pro athlete? Are you getting pro athletes to do this like a post performance kind of thing? Um, increase or to increase recovery times. Decrease. Well, I, I'll put it this way: about nine years ago, we had a team that was going to the playoffs. <laughs> Uh, they had one of their number one players get hurt. It was a, a minor ACL, which I don't know anything minor about AC, I, ICL, right. ACL, meniscus. 
because uh, they will all get your attention. But he was able to get back on the court in half the time. So that year they ended up winning because all the other players said, what did you do? How did you do it? And the neat thing about it is it's not what they call a PED or performance enhancing drug. No. It's natural. So no, it's that, just, yeah, that yeah. is, that is to answer your question in a long way. It's recovery yeah. time. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. then it, this is, so that goes to you and you, you touched on safety, but as, as our experiences and our knowledge thus far is that this is about the safest form of therapy that you can possibly do since, as you said, your side effect would be nothing or your right. worst case scenario would be nothing. Uh, right. And so. Okay. Is and, and forgive me. Um, what we have, you know, maybe a one percentile have what they call a hyperacute response. And that could be, did they inject into a bone possibly, God forbid, right. um, or, or into the synovial fluid? It wasn't necessarily in my limited uh, knowledge and medical lingo what the product did, but maybe right. the procedure. So that that could be uh, one of the worst things that could happen. Oh well, well that makes sense. As I say to people, pretty much once a day, a fork in your eye isn't a bad fork; it's bad placement. But <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, are there many means of a delivery for this. I heard you say sub Q, but is that typical or is it is it IV? Is it IM? What's your what's the way you typically would do this? And let's let's talk dogs and horses because that's what we're supposed to talk about. And yeah, I see the sign in the back. <laughs> and that's what I love the most. They're they're my best patients. It's the people that, that frustrate me. Oh, always. Because <laughs> I get the pain. Um a lot of times it depends on what we're treating. Um with we have let's start from the head uh if they have an eye wound uh, what we can do is take a disc which which anacel has put it on the eye so the eye shut so they don't of course horses would never rub something out of their eye <laughs> uh, or what dogs or cats um and let it heal so that's one way and that's more of a topical application ocular um other areas throughout the body as you move down uh could be sub q Let's say if we're wanting to treat a specific joint, we can do sub-Q above it. And, and that's debatable in, in certain circles. But why we prefer that is why um, create two, two issues. You, you, if you do get into that synovial fluid, it comes out. Then your, your body is reacting to that, reacting to something intrusive. So sub-Q, we realize, because amnion will cross the brain blood barrier, that's a multi-syllable word and it's hard for us country guys. Yeah. Um, but we, 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 we found out, as I talked about earlier, that it will not only go to that area that has inflammation, and that's what we see typically within the first 24 to 48 hours, but it also detects the signaling going on. So why be so intrusive? Now with IV, um, you get more into the renal function. Um, on the human side, of course, we did a first-in-man cath procedure to a heart attack victim. So we know that we can pinpoint place that into the heart with a cath and get rid of the atrophy that's going on. We also have studies moving forward where we're trying to nebulize the product. And if you've ever nebulized or missed it, anything, you realize that there's a lot of goop, a lot of gunk that gets in there. 
um, for uh, horses that are on Lasix, get them off Lasix and helping them with bleeding issues. Wow, race horses might appreciate that. They love it. They love it. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to deliver it. And that's where we try to collect. We have, you know, on staff vets. We have peer consults all over the nation, really all over the world now that we go to, okay, this is a case. This is a hard case. Uh, let's consult with this person that specializes in that area. So it's, it's, it's multiple layers that we try to back stuff up with. I have been informed and experienced um, an intraoral injection. And Absolutely. What have you experienced that? Is that something that you've done in humans, horses, dogs? Like anything? Yes, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> my, my sister actually has a, a uh, training facility. She had a dog, and they trained dogs to bite and bite hard uh, that lost a tooth. And she said, well, what do you think? I said, well, are you going to replace the tooth? Yeah, they got titanium. But let's make sure that the infection is gone, that the osseo regrowth is good, and also the gum line. So what we did was basically take an allograft, which looks like a thin sheet of toilet paper, a little more transparent, wadded it up like a piece of bubble gum and stuffed it into that hole. And that your body reabsorbs and then it makes a smooth area that's more acceptable. So in that term, we call it an extracellular matrix because it's lining everything back up. It's adding that plasticity and the acceptance in that area. So, yeah, the oral is good and the, and, and the optical is great. Um, and, and we, we've had it around for a hundred years. A lot of these guys in world war one were taking the placentas from birth, you know, and putting it on wounds and realized that the wounds were healing in half the time. So we knew something had to be there and digging deeper into that. And of course, chlorine gas was another thing. that was a big weapon of mass destruction back in the day. One of the first. And the guys with eye wounds, they would take part of that placental material and put it over their eyes and realize that the guys were gaining the sight and clearing up in half the time. So, that you know, it's been around for years and now we're at, we're at the kind of infancy of getting it into human and animals. What is the, um, the amount we hear, you know, I hear talks about the cells in billions. Is there a certain amount that is... Uh, the most useful in specific situations? Um, and that is that cellular count can be done extremely hard to do. And I have doctors ask me often, well, what's the cellular count? And I said, from the moment we grab it or to the moment it goes into yeah. the tube, because it, it changes dramatically, you know, and that's why, of course, cryopreservation is such a big deal too. Uh, if you want live, true stem cells. We figured out a way to basically dehydrate products so we can have a two-year shelf life because as you full well know out there in the barn, we don't always have a cryopreservation unit. Uh, there's dirt, there's dust. So that dehydration is going to be there for two years and then we reanimate it with saline essentially and then can use it from there. Or we have the allograft tissue, which we can lay on um, topical external wounds, things like that, or even suture within somewhere that we might have to do surgery. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> so when people ask me how many, I just say as how many long? as there are, because I get that, I get that question and I just want to have an intelligence. I do too. A lot. Ah. And, and a lot of uh, physicians that I run across love PRP. And my first question with PRP is yes, it is very vi viable, but it is how old the patient might be. 
So then you have the age. Then you have what deficiencies are we treating with the product that you got the deficiencies out of? Right. <laughs> so, yes. Um, I, before exactly. I did personal stem cell, I did PRP and my body uh, had absolutely no change because I guess the deficiency didn't fix the deficiency, you know, and ha I imagine had it been creating an Anna, uh, you know, an antibacterial response, then perhaps I would have had antigens and antibodies, but I didn't. And so I've ex experienced that in animals as well, where why is it miraculous in one and nothing in someone else? Uh, and I'm just excited about being able to get this, this stem cell, this MD cell to our clients in, in all of the ways. So that's a big question is how do the people we've just, um, the thousands of people who are listening to us right now go, okay, yep. I want some, what do they do? Um, contact anacell.com, anacellbiotech.com. Um, my number, of course, and I'm flooded with phone calls all day and love it. It's 501-779-1275. Uh, just give me a buzz or text me. Um, uh, we try to respond very quickly. We have, I think right now, maybe nine throughout the U.S. Uh, and, and, of course, in your area, we have people that overlap from different industries because they found out how good our product is and they want to be a part of it and be able to supply it. Um, East Coast would be Mary Beth. Um, and, of course, like I said, call me, reach out to me. You know, you have my email. It's biologistics, which is hard to spell. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll put that all out in the, in the yeah. part of this podcast. For people who want to get it and contact you and, and to sort of save you emails from people who um, can't get it, must they be a veterinarian or physician in order to receive product and be working with one? What's what's the dynamics there? That is exactly where we want to go um, to get with your vet. That way we can have and that's that's kind of my other title is I do DNA diagnostics, PCR, DNA to figure out what other possibilities could be in there. So getting a correct di you know, diagnosis at first, whether you have an MRI, whatever, whatever condition we're looking at, and then we can have a better approach. Because what I found out before, let's say if you have a bone fragment in the rear end of one of your horses uh, and we treat it, it gets better for about 48 hours and then that right. bone fragment is still in there. So that's why I prefer getting a professional opinion and we have vets uh, that we recommend all across the U.S. So, and that's that was my next thing. Poor Dave, I'm not giving him a chance to say. Okay, I'm watching him process, but right? yeah. uh, you know, yeah, I, I am the stuff. more verbal. the The thing is that we have asked two local small animal vets if they'd be willing, and they are corporately owned, and their corporations are right. not willing. So, if there was any way to get information about vets you are currently working small and large animal in the South Florida area or any area. If you have any sort of um, list that we can give to people so that they know who they can ask and not get shot down. And for us, we were shot down. It's like, well, I don't know anything about that. I'm like, well, there's a choice. That's okay. Um, so, uh, you know, I, um, I'm a firm believer in doing what's best for all of our animals and all of our clients, which, you know, the humans are the ones making the decisions. So I, I'd sure. love to give them that data.
Um, again, going to our website is, is to me, and, and, and the CEO is probably going to kick me in the hind end, but it has more information than you could ever want. Um, cool. it, it directs you where to go, who to talk to regionally, city by city. And, I, and I'm hard-headed enough to go, hey, if you can't find a vet down there, I'll make the trip. Because I love Florida anyway. It's a good, good time to get out of Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I say, I always tell people the best way to get the best vet is to birth one. So I, I have a vet, but he <laughs> happens to be in New York. And um, I, I'm just embarrassed him if he's listening. But the, um, you know, so I know what we can do from that New York area. And I know, you know, how, how we can make that effective. And we definitely want to work. We want to work with the professionals who are the primary in the case so that we do. It's like you said, someone will say to me after a chiropractic adjustment, well, I felt good for a few days. And then X, I'm like, yeah, because X is what you were compensating for. So now you can get an accurate diagnosis. This is not a bad thing. It is just... It's a direct. Yeah, I mean, you have to eat every day to feed your body nourishment. So you adjust your lifestyle to what occurred. It was funny uh, when I first got in it. I had a partner that was a kicker for Arizona Cardinals. I think it's yeah, Arizona. Um, and he had some back compression, you know, from from being active. He got a shot. He felt good for about a year, felt good for about a year and a half. And he called me He goes, man, I think it's wearing off. I said, well, it should have, you know, maybe. <laughs> uh, and uh, I said, well, what have you been doing? He said, well, me and my wife went out and played tennis for the first time in a long time. I said, there you go. You know, you're using a whole different muscle set group. So that's why, again, I say you try to get as many options on board as you can have patient advocates. That's where the vets come in handy a lot of times. And you people like yourself that have an in-depth knowledge to go, we can pinpoint what's going on, but did you do something different? I had a doctor tell me the other day because I had neuropathy from diabetes. Um, and, and this product is great for that too, because you get the neovascularity going back to my toes that I can feel again. Um, she goes, why do you think your, your, your butt's hurting? And I said, well, maybe pressure on the sciatic. She goes, hand me your wallet. So I reach back ah. there in the back pocket where it's a pressure point, And I go, oh, I'm stupid. You know, so yeah. I stopped too imbalance. I tell people, if you must have a wallet in your back pocket, then put something equal size and weight in the other, or you are creating imbalance. Just lots Put it in your front pocket. It's now in the front. So. On it. it's, it's a heel lift, you know, like you're lifting one cheek. That's not good, but that's a whole nother subject. Now, the caveat that everyone wants to know, how expensive is it? Um, relatively, and, and that's what I was going to answer a minute ago when you were, were talking about a lot of the corporately owned companies um, kind of shy away from it because they look at every dollar they can. And I experienced that quite a bit on the animal side, even with emergency vet systems. Um, if you were to take, let's say, a non-healing wound, how many, how many hours are you going to spend on it? How many times are you going to have to go back versus let's do one application? So cost-wise, a lot of times we're, we're better. Um, and depending on size of wound, what you're trying to heal, and we'll work with you. I mean, that that's probably my biggest Achilles. I would not be a very good corporate person because I want to go, hey, let's fix it. Because there'll be enough injuries moving down the path. Oh, so my curiosity costs me a lot because I'm like, I want to know. So I'm going to do this 
whether you're going to pay me or not, because I want to know. And uh, that is, you know, not a good corporate strategy. Hence, we're not in corporate. Well, it's our mission here, I believe, is to help heal and not hinder. So. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so do you want to give me any kind of a price range just for the curiosity? Uh, you know, easily we, we can send out price sheets um, to whoever might be curious. And I, I don't know if I've sent you one yet or not. Uh, but I can do that. That way you can have it for the equine canine side and canine covers just about every small animal. Equine covers just about every big animal. And that's the neat part. I mean, we've treated elephants, we've treated tigers, even treated a snake one time. I'm still, just because I'm scared to death of snakes, still out <laughs> on reptiles, but we did get a good conclusion to that. It had a little infection and the antimicrobial effect kicked in, so... Um, that's where the xenogenetic part is really cool because we can cross species with amnion. Yeah. Well, I am seriously hoping that our friends at the zoo and at the Columbus Zoo are listening to this because we had I'm the opportunity. We get off. <laughs> no. yeah. Well, we had the opportunity to work on a few animals there years ago, and um, it was diversity of holding a lynx while there's a a. a you know, kangaroo wallaby. with a wallaby with the, no, though it was the kangaroo that actually had the pneumothorax and there were baby warthogs in the bathroom. And I'm like, this is my, these are my people, you know, with, yeah. they'll do anything for the health and the preservation of their animals. And uh, I hope some of you are listening out there to this and I'm sure there'll be questions. So I'd love to have you back on Dave. Do you have any other questions for That's today. Great. I think I think we picked your brain rather effectively. Yeah, and I look forward to getting that. So I'm going to ask Chris to send me the price sheet, any more information. I'm going to go on, get lists of locals for you guys so that I can help facilitate. I know there's a couple of people out there, one with a dog with a non-healing foot wound and we're in summer. Oh, let me ask you one more question because we are in Somersore County. You know, every every county has their thing yeah. up South Florida. Right. Doors, yes, yes. That's where they use the patches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so the patches, patches, the patches would be something that I would love to see. We actually saw one of our vets um using it on a leg wound, and we were comparing spectacular photos of healing and doing competitive who can do better for their patients. Those are the vets I want to work with. Yeah, know? yeah. As and that's yeah, that's a neat thing, too. Um, if you have a group or, or a few individuals that are curious about the product but not quite on board, we have also for Vet, vet Techs continuing education classes that we offer, and they're race approved. So that's where you can learn even more and get more specific with our vets that we have on and the CEO of the company. So it's a lot of fun. And, and, and we're, you know, I, I thought this sounds hokey, sounds can. We're here to help. Um, and heal and do it the right way. So that's that's the fun part of it. Nice. Well, it has been a total pleasure. And, and I know we would love to sit in on one of those just to know more and to be able to inform people to the yeah. best of their ability. So um, every time, slow learning. All right. yep. Sounds fantastic. Well, you have an absolutely excellent day. It's been you a pleasure too. talking to you. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline podcast. Thank you.